What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the lenpenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's yeah, safe. I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Wow, would you look at this. D.A. Sam Bregman, evidently he's been cashing checks from Thomas Clear. Oh, yeah, he's the uh, the dirty attorney that was uh, implicated in this DWI scandal. Now, these were campaign donations, mind you, but... It adds another little element here uh, to this story. It's Brandon Vote on 96.3 News Radio KQOB. Thanks for being with us. Avery Castillo producing Friday afternoon in the big town. And, you know, political donations are nothing new, especially when with lawyers. I mean, there there's some of the people in this community that actually have some disposable income and actually can contribute to political campaigns. Uh, but now we're finding out where Thomas Clear's allegiances were when it came to um, his uh, his political leanings here. And KOAT, we'll play some of the story for you uh, coming up. KOAT uncovered that he gave thousands and thousands of dollars over the last several years to a lot of different candidates most of them Democrat candidates, and he also gave some to Sam Bregman in his newly launched campaign for DA. Um, And Sam Bregman, he only declared that he was going to run for this DA spot just a few months ago. Uh, Before that, let's rewind some recent history here. Whenever Raul Torres uh, got elected attorney general, that opened up Bernalillo County's, uh, the DA seat. And of course you have to appoint it because it was in the middle of an election or it was in between elections. So MLG got to appoint Sam Bregman. Keep that in mind too. And, and one thing I want to highlight and continue to highlight throughout his administration at DA, because he likes to do a lot of media, which is great. I think he should be out there. I don't like when people kind of hide. So I think it's good he's doing a lot of media. But also understand his political leanings, too, because he's out there doing a lot of media and stuff, and he comes off like he's a moderate and even a conservative on some issues and all this stuff. I mean, we have to know where he's coming from politically. Uh, for one is we highlighted how he backed uh, Foster's um, for, for city council, this girl, Abby Foster, who is running against Brooke Bassan, who is a major progressive, major uh, lefty against Brooke Bassan, who's one of the most moderate people that, that you're going to be able to find, reasonable people. 
and he he contributed to her campaign, tried to get Brooke Basson kicked off the city council. He was appointed by MLG, the most progressive governor we've ever had in the state of New Mexico. So just keep that in mind when we talk about Sam Bregman, because now, like a true politician, he told us that he was only going to serve out that term from Raul Torres, and then he guess he was going to go off into private practice again. Uh, he didn't. He decided, hey, I, I was in this job. I got appointed by MLG, so I'm going to stay here in this uh, in this seat where I'm going to run, which it's always such a huge advantage politically. Huge advantage when you can get when you can have that job and then run for a another term on your own. It's kind of like it's giving you like this trial run at it. And you you're in the office when you announce you're going to run so you can start campaigning basically then. And and we've seen Sam Bregman do this. I'm not saying it's unwarranted, but we've seen Sam Bregman um, start to blame stuff on Raul Torres because of all the questions about what was going on at Bernalillo County. Why weren't they prosecuting? Why weren't they getting these convictions? And he keeps throwing it on Raul Torres. So you basically get a, a free run at, at one term here because he gets to finish out Raul's term. He gets to blame everything that's going on at that office on the guy that's not there anymore. And he gets to tell you, how much better it's going to be when he finally gets elected on his own. So it was only so that just kind of gives you the background on, on Sam Bregman, who has also been, I think at one point um, a few years ago, he was chairman of the Democratic Party uh, in the state of New Mexico, been very active. So I just want you to, to understand where his political leanings are at, even though he likes to, especially now that he's in campaign mode, try to fashion himself as a moderate, which, you know, believe me, I'm not throwing out everything Sam Bregman has done so far as DA. I just want everybody to understand where this guy's coming from. And it's very much from the left. Um, and then we find out, Target 7 did a great job on this story, finding out the political donations of one Thomas Clear. Now, he's the dirty attorney. That got um, uh, raided a few days ago, of course, implicated in this scheme. Federal investigation still ongoing. We'll get more uh, on that, too, uh, coming up today. We'll get your calls here, 505-243-3333. Because I do think this adds another element of intrigue into what's going on with this case. Because when we started this journey... A week ago, it was, I think it was exactly a week ago. I think it was either late Thursday or early Friday that, uh, I think it was late Thursday that we found out about the raids. Raid! Uh, we found out about the raids, and then, um, of course, over the course of the last week, a lot of this has come into focus here. And with uh, in this last week, We've learned a lot of things. And one of the things that we talked about when this thing began a week ago was how far deep does this thing go? Now, Thomas Clear's the only lawyer so far that we've heard about. But all of these people, the legal profession, law enforcement, and politics, it's all very intertwined in this city, especially in this city. 
for as as big as Albuquerque's getting politically, it feels like it's getting smaller and smaller. And all these people are uh, the uh, the attorneys, especially the legal profession, very much clued into politics. And as we stated last week, when we began this journey, who knows who knows how far this thing actually goes, because they're all politically connected. And there there's donations that are going on. And of course, it's politics. So there's all sorts of donations that are going on. We don't even know about. Right. That just happens. But KOAT was able to uncover some of this and the money that was given in particular to attorney district attorney Sam Bregman. And it's one thing he can't just. Um, just say that, well, it was a long time ago and he didn't know. He only announced his campaign a few months ago, right? And boy, I guess one of the first people to start throwing money down was this Thomas Clear, who we now, FBI investigation going on, could be this dirty attorney that's involved in this uh, DUI scandal. Interesting, huh? So listen to this. This is from KOAT as they took a look and they found all of these campaign contributions. Listen to this. Looking at campaign contributions coming from the attorney being investigated, we discovered a donation made that some are raising question to. Target 7 looked at every campaign contribution the attorney in question has ever made in New Mexico. In total, $16,480. It's not unusual for an attorney to give $16,000 over a 15-year period to lots of candidates. Most of that money, more than $6,500, given to district, magistrate, and metro judges. But the majority of the contributions are to judges, and judges, of course, hear DWI trials. But KOAT political analyst Brian Sanderoff is calling one contribution improper. It was very inappropriate for the attorney to give Sam Bregman, the district attorney, a campaign contribution right in the middle of this criminal investigation, which does involve the district attorney's office. It creates an appearance of a conflict of interest for a campaign contribution to be granted in the middle of a criminal investigation. The amount given to the DA from the attorney was $1,000. It was donated in June of last year. Sandoroff says money from this attorney to any candidate should be returned. If a candidate had received political contributions from this attorney in the last few months, I think it'd be advisable to return it. But if it was years ago, not so much. We reached out to Bregman's campaign. They tell us he returned the money to the attorney last Friday after the DWI cases were dismissed. For Target 7, I'm John Cardinelli. Most of the money, 68%, was donated to those belonging to the Democratic Party in New Mexico. All right, that's an interesting thing, too. As, as Shelley told us there, uh, 70% of the money went to the Democratic Party of New Mexico. Okay, I want to know who the Republicans were that this guy was giving money to. I know it's one thing for, like, corporations to give money, like, um, big corporations, Fortune 500 corporations. Sometimes they'll give as much money to the Republican for president as they do the Democrat for president and Congress, you know, and, and Senate. You know, that just happens. And that's just them playing the odds of, well, whoever gets in there, we want them in our pocket. But this is just a local attorney. And then 68% went to Democrats. And so that means 
32% went to Republicans. I mean, is, was has there even been that many Republicans run for office in the last 15 years to even get that kind of money? Joking, but not really. 505-243-3333. Um, we're going to talk about some of this and how it looks. Can I give myself a plug here? I will. I think I bring this up every time uh, we do a story from KOAT and they bring in Brian Sandoroff. And he, I guess, is the political analyst. Brian Sandoroff is a pollster, okay? They don't do a whole lot of polling in the state of New Mexico. But Brian Sandoroff is the guy. I mean, whenever there's an election, you know, he'll probably be involved in the polling with the Senate race we have this year. His polling outfit does a great job. But you know what? I, you know, sorry, not sorry. I mean, Really, a political analyst? No, he's a pollster. And that's one problem we've had here on News Radio KKOB with Brian Sandoroff when we've had him on as a guest on, on various shows is he doesn't really give an opinion about things. He'll tell you the facts and he'll tell you about the polling and all the data and everything that goes into it. And then we've asked him questions about, you know, kind of opinion and what he thinks based on the data and all that. And, oh boy, he, he walks away from that real fast. I don't think I've ever heard the guy give an opinion about something. So I don't know why KOAT has him as a political analyst. Here's the plug. I'm available and, and I'm a real political analyst. I don't have another business in Albuquerque and I will give you a political opinion. So just hanging my shingle out, um, if uh, somebody wants a political opinion in the media in this state. I told Joe Monahan this, too. Why am I telling you people all this stuff? I must be feeling good on a Friday. Joe Monahan, he does a little blog that nobody really pays attention to until it's election season. But I told him before, you know, I was like, because sometimes he gets quotes from other people. I'm going to use this uh, term loosely other conservatives, uh, air quotes, uh, from conservatives on stuff because he's left leaning. Um, I mean, he's, I mean, he's, uh, very much, um, has, has stated that before. Um, and he, he'll have a quote from like, uh, air quotes, conservative. And I'm like, and I've told him to his face, I was like, why do you have these guys quoted in your blog? Like I'm a real conservative, you know? Uh, here at KKOB with a, a, a radio talk show. Why don't you reach out to me and get a quote or something? Well, turns out people like uh, Joe Monahan really don't want to hear from folks like me. They would rather kind of cherry pick other uh, other people, quote unquote, conservatives to get quotes from. But I thought I'd take this time since we had Bar Brian Sandoroff, who's the political analyst at KOAT that doesn't like to give opinions um, in this story here, but he made a great point, and that is it creates the appearance of a conflict of interest, you think, from a campaign contribution in the middle of a, of a criminal investigation. And Sam Bregman, boy, it, he couldn't get that check back to Thomas Clear fast enough on Friday, could he? We'll get some of your thoughts on this, 505-243-3333. Also, the city council, they want some answers, and they've given Chief Medina some homework this weekend. We'll talk about that next on News Radio KQOB. My wife.
All right, it's BV Today, 96.3 News Radio, KKOB. Thanks for being with us. Hey, we're going to do a honka for Wonka. Coming up, we got one last uh, Wonka <laughs> digital download. Hey, Amory, hit us with the, uh, the Honka for Wonka compilation here that we've done this week. Okay. Oh, there it goes. All right, here it is. Let her rip, Lynette. Okay. <laughs> That's our Wonka for Honka for Wonka compilation this week. Isn't that great? So we had we ended up with we had a van, two dump trucks, and a Nissan Ultima from uh, Lynette. So we're looking to complete the set today. So uh, we'll do that coming up fairly quickly here on News Radio KKOB. Um, one of the things uh, I also want to let you know about this happened yesterday. There is a letter sent, a good old fashioned letter from the city council. Actually, just three members of the city council Louis Sanchez and Champagne. And it was a letter directed to Chief Medina, Harold Medina, or as some listeners have glossed him, Harry the Hamburglar. And they've given Harry the Hamburglar some uh, uh, homework to do over the weekend. I know it's a big weekend. It's a big weekend for Harry because his Ravens are playing this weekend. He's probably all amped up about that, but he's going to have to make some time here because the Albuquerque City Council has given him a written assignment, and it's due next Thursday, six days from now, February 1st. And here is um, some of the things that he's going have to have to put together. What is your policy regarding officers and court appearances? <laughs> I think we'd all like to know that now, right? What are permissible reasons for an officer to miss a pre-trial interview, court hearings, or trial settings? Yeah. Um, who may authorize an officer to miss an otherwise required pre-trial interview, court hearing, or trial setting? Okay, that's just some of the things that uh, Chief Medina is going to have to sit down, get his trapper keeper out. You know, make sure he restates the question in his answer, in his notebook. I don't know. Can he just can he just hand in that, or will he have to be typed up? I bet I bet Chief Medina is asking these questions too. Um, and, and there's more. There's more of these questions. We'll get to those coming up uh, after the news. But first, let's do Honka for Wonka. So light them up right now. 505-243-3333. If uh, you happen to be in a vehicle, make sure you're you're safe. You got hands-free device, and we're going to ask you to honk your horn. And if you can do that, you're going to get this digital download of Wonka. If you're at home or you're in your office, make sure you you grab some sort of horn or horn-like device. Uh, and we'll have a winner coming up next after the news on 96.3 News Radio KKOB. All right, it's BB today, political analyst for hire. I want to start campaigning for myself become a political analyst for somebody instead of just for you every day from from one to three you know i'll still do that every day but i could i could do some other stuff too 
I mean, KOAT doesn't have to have Brian Sander off the pollster. They can, I, I'm available. I'll make myself available. Uh, 505-243-3333. All right, before we get more into the homework that the city council is uh, giving Chief Medina, we got one last digital download, Amory, of uh, our Honka for Wonka, which, by the way, tomorrow night you're going to be at Brew Lab, right? Yes, but I not but not Brew be. Lab in Rio Rancho. It's Brew Lab, their newest location that opened up in the last month um, in the uh-huh. northeast sites on Candelaria and Eubank. In the Heights, okay. And we we think we need to put up a uh, Honka for Wonka merch table <laughs> yes. after your show tomorrow because this has been such a huge hit. Yes, uh, yeah. we should do that. I'll, maybe I'll, if we can get some uh, yeah. merch in time. I mean, between the Gila Cow pins and Honka for Wonka merch, I think we're on our way. I know uh, we are. We are. All right, A. Marie, let's uh, refresh everybody's memory on what this week has meant to us with the Honka for Wonka in our collage here. Okay. There it goes. All right, here it is. Let her rip, Lynette. Okay. Lynette may be my favorite. <laughs> She's like, okay. Toot, 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 toot. <laughs> oh, that was great. Okay, we got one more digital download for the Honka for Wonka. Let's get Roy in here. Hey, Roy, you're on News Radio KKOB. Yes, sir. Okay. Now, first off, Roy, what uh, what kind of vehicle do you have, or horn do you have? Ford F one uh, four fifty. Oh, F four fifty. Yes, sir. Good night, Irene. How many how many pounds can you haul with that thing? Oh, more than I how want. Many to. tons. <laughs> well, I don't know. I haul snowcat with it sometimes. Okay, now this is a real truck. Uh, what year yes, is sir. it? It's a 13. Oh, 2013. I just thought you were going to say 19-something. <laughs> That's a, All right, it's a 2013 F450. Okay, well, let's hear what you got, Roy. Okay, I might scare some people in this parking lot, but... <laughs> On the radio. <laughs> All right. Well, you did it. That's an impressive yes, horn. I like that yeah. horn. <laughs> Do you ever, you know, in a truck that big, you probably don't have to use that horn very often, right? Oh, uh, no, sir. Yeah, people just kind of get out of the way. That's for sure. Hopefully. All right, Roy. Well, I hope you enjoy your digital download of Wonka. Hang on the line, and Amory will get all your information. That was fun. I really enjoyed doing that this week. I'm glad you guys played along with it. Because, I mean, they told me I had the Wonka digital downloads to give away this week. And I was like, you know what? That's not really that big of a prize. So we'll just do like, you know, Caller 4 or something. And I was like, wait a minute. Honka for Wonka. So it was fun. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. And uh, uh, the Wonka digital download, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, the kids have they they liked it so i've heard good things i've heard good things about it but it's always tricky when you're doing a reboot and we're actually going to talk about that uh next hour kiki garcia is going to be joining us we'll talk you know, got nfl playoffs going on and also i don't know if you saw this in the news today i totally missed this evidently 
They're doing a reboot of Roadhouse, one of my favorite movies, the classic from 1989, Roadhouse, starring Patrick Swayze. Evidently, they're doing a new one with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Nobody wants this. And we'll talk more about that uh, coming up uh, in the 2 o'clock hour here at 96.3 News Radio KKOB. Uh, but coming up next, we'll get more into what's happening with this letter. And this is real serious biz. You've got three Albuquerque city councilors. It should be more. What's your excuse, Brooke Basson? Brooke Basson should have signed on to this too. And they want some answers from Chief Medina. And we'll have that for you coming up next here on News Radio KKOB. All right. Hey, it's BB Today, News Radio KKOB. Thanks for being with us. I want to let you know about uh, Right to Bear Arms. Um, and great little gun shop, Juan Tabo and Montgomery, lots of ammo, all the firearms that uh, that you'll need. And if they if what they have there isn't exactly what you want, they'll be able to point you in the right direction. They'll order something for you. They'll get it there, too. And especially you folks that are uh, reloading now because of the Biden inflations going on, wanting to cut back. They've got the Varget powder for you and all of the the equipment you need if you want to uh, start reloading and also building your own gun. And this is a really rewarding hobby that they can help you with it right to bear arms every step of the way if you want to get involved in that. So uh, check them out, right to bear arms, Juan Tabo and Montgomery, and also the website, right to bear arms, nm.com. Also, um, at the Roundhouse, there's a lot of these cuckoo gun bills that are actually clearing committee now and the the guys at right to bear arms serving you and also helping you out at the roundhouse because they've put together new mexico firearms industry association to protect preserve and promote firearms in the state of new mexico and to learn more you can go to new mexico fia.org you can donate you can volunteer you can get involved um because with without everybody jumping in here and helping in whatever way they can, I'm talking about people that love the Second Amendment, respect the Second Amendment. Um, if you want to protect it, we all got to jump in now. Um, this this is all hands on deck at this point because we are going to be uh, they're they're trying to make it the most regulated gun state in the country where the Second Amendment. Um, is going to be neutered because of these politicians up in Santa Fe. And unless we do something about it, and that's where you can jump in and help at NewMexicoFIA.org. And coming up on February 3rd, actually, that's next Saturday. Next Saturday, they're having the big uh, rally at the Roundhouse for support of Second Amendment rights. So we'll be talking more about that coming up next week as well. And check them out, NewMexicoFIA.org. All right. Um, Over the weekend, Chief Medina is going to have some homework to do, courtesy of the Albuquerque City Council. Here's a couple other things. Um, They want written answers by Thursday, 5 o'clock. Okay. So I told you about a couple of these. What is the policy regarding officers and their court appearances? What are the permissible reasons for an officer to miss a pretrial interview or court hearing? 
who may authorize an officer to miss an otherwise required pretrial interview. And here's the two more. So there's five things. I mean, this is like an essay test for Chief Medina. I don't know when the last time he's been in class, but man, he's, I mean, he's got his work cut out for him here. Five essay questions. Here's number four. What disciplinary process is there for officers who miss court appearances? And then number five, what is the procedure for the department personnel when they're contacted by defense attorneys on a criminal case? That's just the first five. There's actually more. There's eight questions here. Eight essay questions. Uh, All right. Let me also tell you, before I get to the other questions, two of the people that sent this are former law enforcement. So they know. Dan Champagne just retired a couple of years ago. Uh, Luis Sanchez had a career at APD as well. They know these procedures. And they're basically telling Chief Medina, these are the procedures that we had to follow, especially Dan. I mean, he's only been um, out of uh, out of uniform a couple of years here. Why is it this happening now? Because I'm sure these two officers that are now on the city council had to do it back when they were uh, when they were serving the city in that capacity. And again, let me scold some of the other city councilors. Why didn't you join in on this? I know you got your lefties, your Nicole Rogers and your Tammy Feiblecorn. Clarissa Pena, where you at? Where you at, girl? There's two girls missing from this thing. Brooke and Clarissa. Why did why don't you sign on to this too? If you if we could have gotten, we meaning city council, if uh if you had those three plus those two, that's five city council members. And that holds a lot more weight than just the three. So I'm pretty disappointed in Brooke Basson and Clarissa Pena. Now, Rogers and Baca and Feeble Corn, yeah, you're you're gonna do whatever you can to shill for City Hall. We understand that. But Clarissa and Brooke, you need to be on this uh, on this letter too. And I'm I'm upset. Here was, or here's the other two, um, the other three questions that Chief Medina has to answer. In writing, in 2023, how many times did officers fail to appear at required pretrial interviews and the DUI cases and court settings? In 2023, how many DUI cases were dismissed because officers failed to appear at the required pretrial interviews and such? Also in 2023, how many officers were disciplined for failing to appear at required pretrial interviews and, and, you know, trial settings and stuff? That's the big one, I think. Like, if you are, and I'd be, think about how mad you would be if you're on the police force. And these other guys have ended up, that's why I think this goes a lot deeper than what we even know. Because was there no discipline, especially that dude uh, we talked about yesterday that ended up uh, missing forty six percent of his um, of his court appearances. Meanwhile, allegedly he's getting paid, son, from that dirty lawyer. I mean, he never got disciplined. And how mad would you be if you were another officer, and and you you happened to you know something came up, you forgot. 
and you missed out on the court appearance and you got popped. Maybe it was a fine or, you know, make you do the graveyard shift or something. I don't know what they do. Clean toilets with a toothbrush, <laughs> do push-ups. <laughs> Obviously, Chief Medina, I, I don't know if he's doling out that sort of discipline. But, uh, well, whatever the punishment is, wouldn't you be mad if you got punished for missing the court appearance? And then you got one one old boy over here It's missed 46% of his court dates. I'd be a little upset because obviously he never got punished, right? Because if he got, if he would have been punished, you know, he would have had so many write-ups, they probably would have had to kick him off the force at that point, right? Because he missed 46% of the ones he was supposed to go to. This is great. I love the fact that the city council's jumping in here. And I hate the fact that Clarissa Pena, District 2, and Brooke Basson, District 4, kind of chickened out on this thing and didn't put their name on this document either. Remember that. Um, coming up next, we'll um, we'll talk about the Roadhouse reboot next hour. Um, also, the NFL action going on. Amory may have some help for, for you if you want to bet these games, too. I don't know how much she's going to give away, but but stay tuned for that. Coming up next hour here at 96.3 News Radio KKOB. All right, it's BV Today, News Radio KKOB. Thanks for being with us. We got Kiki Garcia coming up next hour, Amory. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know. I'm so excited. We haven't had Kiki on in a while. I know. I know. Well, we just keep missing each other. <laughs> She's a very, very busy lady. So, yes. But my promise to you, the BV Today audience, in 2024, we want Kiki on once a month, at least once a month for 2024. So that's uh, that's my prop. That's my campaign promise to you in 2024. More Kiki Garcia. Um, we got this. Uh, did you see this story about Alyssa Milano? Of course. Yes, because the Same. millionaire asking money for her son's <laughs> baseball team. The the comments have been hilarious. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Alyssa Milano, who has been on two very successful television programs, had a very nice career over the years, continues to. Now she's a real outspoken lefty. Um, but she put up a GoFundMe page and then promoted it on her social media, her millions of followers. And this is what it is. My son's baseball team is raising money for their Cooperstown trip. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. You can read more about the team and make a donation here. That's like GoFundMe. And it's these kids. It's like 12 kids on a little baseball team in California. And I mean, she's got all that. Who's the boss money. I mean, I mean, not not she doesn't even have to touch the charmed money, which I'm sure is out yeah. there. Yeah, I, 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 I'm the still boss very money? confused. But the comments have been I mean, she oh, asked for hilarious. it. She asked for it. She really did. I mean, that tells you just how tone deaf these celebrities are. It's like, you know, why should I pay or organ or better yet? In fact, I would be against her just paying for it, you know, even if she could. What she should do is organize these kids and have them do have them do stuff, odd jobs, you know, raking leaves, you know, wh whatever it is uh, to raise the money. Go out and sell candy bars. <laughs> Make them do something to earn their way 
I mean, it's it's really bad when you just like solicit your fans for, yeah, so for money for your kid. I mean, that's just gross. I mean, inflation like, is that bad, huh? Alyssa Milano's <laughs> asking money for the baseball right. team. <laughs> All right, news is coming up next. We'll talk some. Uh, oh, we got NFL playoffs Woo-woo. and that reboot of Roadhouse. Get an inside look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy, Kamal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum, wherever you listen. What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's always football season, wherever you listen.